Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from August 30th until September 6th. As we enter September and we have the Pisces full moon on August 30th, Venus stationing direct September 3rd, and 24 hours later, we see Jupiter station retrograde at 15 degrees of Taurus. Plus, we have some interesting energy this week with Mars in Libra. So I'm going to be discussing all of that and more in today's weekly show. This is the Wednesday podcast where we review what what's going on, what's coming up. I am a Western tropical astrologer. I've been studying for over 30 years now, and my astrological lens that I offer and share with you is through the spiritual, intuitive, and consciousness-raising perspective that astrology connects us with. And my intention is to offer you something that resonates with your journey, at least one message or so that supports you with whatever you're going through, whatever is coming up right now, that also reminds you of your power, your choices, and how to continue to grow and develop in your light. And astrology is a valuable, beneficial tool for us to understand what is going on energetically because astrology is an energy consciousness system. It shows us what is coming up and allows us to then make the best possible decisions and choices based on the cosmic weather conditions. So we are closing out the month of August with our second full moon of the calendar year. And this is when it's called a blue moon. When we have two full moons within the same month, and typically those months need to have 31 days in order for that blue moon to show up. And this is also a super moon, which means the moon is closer to the earth and this affects its gravitational pull on us as well as on the tides, especially because Pisces rules the ocean. And so here we have a very powerful super full moon that is working with the receptivity of water on the planet, which also affects us and tends to make things bigger, more amplified, more emotional. So as we close out August with this Pisces full moon at seven degrees of Pisces conjunct Saturn, which brings in a sense of responsibility, what you need to understand and take care of, where you need to show up. There could also be more of a heaviness on the emotions. There could be some melancholy. It could feel like there's things that are just weighing you down, which is always the case when the moon is conjunct Saturn. But because this is a super full moon, there is more moving through us as well. And I feel like it could be very understandable if you feel at capacity, if you just feel like the energy is very full in your space, whether that is in your mind, in your daily life, in your body, in your energy overall, there is a very big fullness that coincides with the super full moon. And it could have you in a place of, I can't do one more thing. I've got enough on my plate. I've got a lot coming up. 
I'm just at capacity. So if that's what you're feeling, it's very understandable with these energetics because there is a lot going on and there's a lot moving through us. But the power of water is in the flow, is in the movement and allowing things to move through and to pass through. And so with every full moon, it is necessary to look at what is being highlighted for you, especially in the Pisces areas of your chart, and to look at what do I need to release? What do I need to let go of? Which is also a very powerful theme because of Pisces being the last sign of the zodiac. And so if you are full up and you're not able to think about or take on one more thing, This could be a time when you have some insights of what you don't want to handle, what you can't do more of, where you've reached your limits. And that is another thing to be aware of when the full moon is working directly with Saturn. There are limitations here and you could feel like you're just bumping up against them and it's time to honor them where if you need to say no to something, trust that. If you need to decline, if there's something that you can't do right now, if you're just needing to slow down in order to take care of what's in front of you, trust all of that right now because not only is this super full moon illuminating what we're feeling emotionally and where we're at our limits, but we have these retrograde planets right now that are also bringing more of our focus to our internal energy systems, to what we're really feeling and sensing, to tune in, to tap in and be aware of where your stress levels are coming from or where you're receiving some very clear messages from your body Or perhaps there's things going on that are just consuming you, whether that's your to-do list or matters at work, even all the above, right? So there's just a lot of energy right now that can make you feel like you're very full. Things are even inflated and there can be a peak with this energy that also reminds us to trust what you can handle, what you can do, what you can focus on, and allow the other things to be pushed away, postponed, or dealt with later. That is a big energy right now, where there's only so much we can do, so much we can handle, and don't put yourself over the edge with things if it's all too much. So that is one of the strongest energies that we have as August closes out. Now, the other energy that's quite strong as well is this Mars and Libra. And there's some interesting things happening here with Mars and Libra. First of all, he's traveling by himself. Now he is making a quincunx, which is also known as an inconjunct to Saturn and Pisces. And there's a discomfort there. There's a sense of we're not on the same page. I don't understand what you're doing. I don't want to do what you're doing. Mars is doing his own thing in Libra, just as Saturn and Pisces is really moving through some of the responsible things he has to let go of and clear out. Mars in Libra is traveling by himself after he makes this quincunx to Saturn. And that means Mars in Libra can be very all consumed with what is going on in his world because he's not aspecting other planets. So he is more of a lone wolf, which is interesting in Libra. And he's also making an exact conjunction to the super galactic center. 
And I want to discuss this energy a bit more because the super galactic center is this crazy, intense galactic vacuum. And it's essentially a huge black hole that is all consuming. And it has the energy and mass, the mass of 30 trillion suns. I know it's hard to wrap our heads around that, but it's a very significant force in our galaxy. And it's located at two degrees of Libra. So what it does is Mars is moving through two degrees of Libra, specifically on August 30th, August 31st, September 1st, and is triggering some big relationship themes here where the dynamics are out of balance, out of proportion. The super galactic center in Libra actually highlights unhealthy relationship dynamics. This can be where there are extreme codependency issues. This is where you could have a fear of being alone. So someone's always in a relationship because they don't want to be single or be by themselves. This is where there can be these huge energies invested in relationships that aren't healthy, such as obsession and stalking and really being hyper invested in something to the point of losing oneself, not understanding your own needs or what is important for you. So the super galactic center in Libra is actually showing us at times where we never feel satisfied. Because think about the power of that galactic vacuum. It's always consuming. It's always taking in energy. It's never satisfied. So there could be something here that comes up as Mars goes across the super galactic center point in Libra that reveals more of what is out of balance within you, what needs to be healed or understood, what needs to be more conscious, especially if you have planets or points in these early degrees of Libra. It's where you're looking for something outside of yourself because it isn't connected internally. You're not honoring that energy within yourself or it's not being developed, it's not being healed, it's not being worked with. Now, Mars is a trigger planet. So when Mars is moving through an astrology sign, he's stirring stuff up. He is not afraid to get pissed off or frustrated or go to battle, even in Libra. And keep in mind that because Mars is a trigger and Mars is moving ahead of the sun, moving ahead of Mercury and Venus as well, and is the only planet in Libra, Mars is going to trigger some things in relationship dynamics that will need to be resolved. Conflict, disagreement, stuff that's coming up that maybe you haven't addressed. Mars hasn't been in Libra for nearly two years. And so Mars comes through, stirs stuff up, And it's actually not until the other planets move into Libra that their focus is more on resolution, understanding the other side, finding solutions, making sure everybody's heard, and also win-win scenarios. That's not Mars's agenda. So we're going to have some energies triggering issues in relationship dynamics right now. And Because Mars is moving across that super galactic center, it could be bigger than you realize. You could see where things are out of balance 
or again, where there needs to be more work to be conscious of what you're seeking in connections or what other people are seeking in connections with you. But this Mars is also going to ask you to look at your own conflict resolution skills because the best and healthy relationships for us can weather those storms. You can have some uncomfortable conversations with people who value their relationship with you and you can move through it. And in fact, this is a sign of healthy relationships. These are even the relationships that can continue to grow and expand because you're both committed to resolving issues and misunderstandings and things that come up along the way, which is so common in our human experience because we're going to have disagreements with people And that is something that Libra highlights. That's why Libra is, in fact, the energy of diplomacy and negotiation and talking things through, because that's how we need to resolve things as they come up. But with this Mars in Libra as a lone wolf by himself, things are going to come up that you're going to have to communicate about that could lead to some uncomfortable things coming up as well. And so a healthy Mars wants you to feel good standing in your own corner and bringing your needs to the table, asserting what you need, what you're thinking, what is going on for you, sharing your perspective in a way that is healthy and connected with your needs and your self-worth, your self-value, while also being objective and detached enough to allow other people to bring their stuff to the table. And so we can have some opportunities, let's call them, opportunities right now to work through conflict, to discuss things more, to be very clear in what you need and what you want, and also to have these conversations that put things on the table and ultimately allows you to talk things through with the intention of improving the connection or strengthening the bond or even getting you on the same page with someone. And this could be the case with people you work with. This energy can certainly show up in the workplace, with family, with neighbors. But there's a sense here that we need to be more conscious of how we handle our energy exchanges with others, which is essentially Libra's domain. And with Mars here, There can be things that piss you off. So if you need time, take time, especially with Mercury retrograde, time to think through what you want to discuss or you need to work out, time to reflect as well. Because when those Mars triggers go off, we might not always be the best version of ourselves. But this is also where anger can be so beneficial. Anger can be justified. And that's different than anger being righteous where there's things that are very appropriate to express anger, to be upset, to be disappointed, to not be happy with someone else for whatever reason. So part of the Mars in Libra is to remain responsible for your energy, your words, your actions, of course, at all times, but also to be aware of how you're directing that outside of yourself. And if you need to take a beat, if you need to get back to somebody next week, If you're not ready to discuss something just yet and you need time to process it, that's also part of this energy signature. I know there's that very common saying of don't go to bed angry with someone, but truthfully, 
If you're working through something and you're moving through that trigger, that frustration, that anger, it's actually more loving to take time to process that on your own terms and in your own way than to direct that energy at someone else when you're not ready. So there's going to be the need here, especially this week, to look at your reactions, but also ultimately to stay focused on the long-term perspective of how do we talk this out? How do we get on the other side of this? Especially if that is your intention to do so. It's a relationship or connection you value. It's something that you want it to improve and ultimately continue on in your life. And these outbursts could even be bigger right now because of this energy I just mentioned about feeling like you're at capacity, right? You're you're really full, the energy's big, there's a lot going on. It's sort of like, I don't need one more thing. And then one more thing walks in the door and then you just get triggered or you're like, ah, I can't do this. So know that that's part of the heightened emotional energy at this time. Mars in Libra, Libra being a cardinal air sign though, wants you to take a beat, take a pause, think it through, but don't sacrifice your needs for someone else. Don't hold back your position. Don't withdraw or think that you aren't able to put what you need on the table. Rather, this Mars wants you to do exactly that. Also, this Mars in Libra can be passive aggressive. That's an energy you might deal with or might experience where people aren't saying what they need or they're not being direct, they're not being clear, in which case the Mercury retrograde in Virgo also shows us that it's time to step back and then reconvene or discuss it at a later date if needed, but also to not take it personally. And that would be something else to keep in mind with Mars and Libra. Now, we're going to have Venus stationed direct at 12 degrees of Leo on September 3rd. And as you know, we've been talking about this. Venus has been retrograde since July 22nd. And during this retrograde, she internalizes. She's now traveling behind the sun. She is reviewing, reflecting, tuning into things that she needs, that she wants. And this is part of that internal energy that we're moving through. And there's things that you could be tapping into and ultimately getting a sense of your power which is part of Venus's connection in Leo. It's her personal will, her personal desire, and how she's here to really go after what she wants, to feel stronger in herself, and to assess her own self-love, to look at, well, what is good for me here? What is working for me here? And as this Venus stations direct at 12 degrees of Leo, on September 3rd or 4th, depending on your time zone, there's going to be a pause. And that's the case with all of the retrograde cycles is that the planet stations direct and then it's just a full stop. And so in this full stop, there could be something that you connect with that's been coming up for you. I feel like the station direct full stop is often a time of clarity, of integrating what has come up for you during the retrograde journey, 
and also a time to listen, to listen to yourself, to listen to your intuition and your soul's wisdom as it comes through, to listen to what maybe you just didn't hear before and to be more aware of what's true for you. And part of the Venus retrograde in Leo journey is about recreation. What are you ready to recreate in your life, in yourself? What would lift you up? What would light you up? What would be something happy and joyful that would give you a new sense of life or a new sense of possibility? And this is something that the fire signs want to support us with. And with Leo being fixed fire, it's about taming that internal flame, that internal bonfire of life force of where you feel inspired and you want to do something that's really uplifting or really calls to you. And this could be a time as well that you're really looking at the Venus areas of your life, which include money and finances, abundant self-worth, relationships, partnerships, friendships, connections with women, and really getting a better understanding of what's been going on behind the scenes. And that's because Venus is behind the sun. So the backstage operations here and having a different perspective on some things, sort of like standing backstage, watching stuff unfold. You see it from different viewpoints. You have different angles to assess. And maybe there's something here that you're noticing that just isn't correct for you anymore. Or maybe you're tapping into some things that are good for you, that you do want to continue to invest in, especially energetically. So as Venus stations direct September 3rd, there's something here that we're meant to hear, to understand, to integrate, and also to trust the new viewpoints you have on something, the new viewpoints you have on relationship dynamics or a partnership, something that you're understanding that maybe you have participated in And you're like, you know, that really doesn't work for me anymore. I'm going to stop doing that. And so that's the level of personal responsibility that's involved here too, where you're basically aware of how you've shown up or what you've perhaps been involved in. And there's something that you're wanting to change because you see it from a different angle. Now, as this Venus stations direct, we also have Jupiter stationing retrograde at 15 degrees of Taurus. And this occurs on September 4th, less than 24 hours after Venus stations direct. Jupiter is the biggest planet in our solar system, and it's connected with our own growth and learning. What we're understanding through real life experiences, how we are expanding into more of our gifts, what we enjoy, what is lifting us up and makes us happy. Jupiter wants us to have more ease and grace in our lives and also wants us to be gathering wisdom from our experiences, understanding more of what's been going on in our lives. In Taurus, it highlights the energies of self-worth, self-value, and where you are investing in things that stabilize your life, investing in areas of your world that give you life, that sustain you, 
that are stable, that are calm. That Taurus energy wants security, wants things that it can count on, and then will flourish because of reliability and consistency. And so this Jupiter stationing retrograde at 15 degrees of Taurus is then going to travel back to five degrees of Taurus until December 30th and 31st. So basically until the end of this year. And this is a time then to really integrate and look at how those Taurus energies are working for you, what you want to expand more of, where you're ready to make some changes around things that aren't working, but to ensure that what is true for you sticks. Basically, you're aware of it. You're aware of what is paying off, what is worth the effort, time, and money. And to also perhaps look at where you need to cut back because of how that Jupiter energy wants to continually grow and expand, it can also exaggerate, overdo, overconsume, overspend in Taurus especially. So this could be a time when you're looking to cut back or assess where you want to maybe save more money or pay off some bills, or take care of some financial responsibilities before the end of the year. This is also where we assess our possessions, what we own and what we've accumulated. And maybe you're looking around and noticing that there's some things you just have too much of. It's taking up too much space in your office or in your home and you want to get rid of it. So Jupiter retrograde actually supports us in cutting back and cutting out anything that's become too much. Anything that has taken its toll on us, it's not easy to manage, it feels too big. And so this can be a very responsible energy in Taurus. This is where you're wisely assessing what you want to continue to invest in and where you don't. Now, the other interesting energy connected with this is that both Venus and Jupiter, as they're changing directions here, are in a square. And a square is often tension. It's often discomfort. And with a square, which is when the planets are 90 degrees apart, typically one planet dominates over another. One planet has a bigger influence and is more energetically significant. And in this case, it's Jupiter because Jupiter is the biggest planet in our solar system and it wants us to have a good time and enjoy life and think about today. Don't worry too much about tomorrow. But the square to Venus can be a discomfort of something you want and you can't have it. You can't get it just yet. And it can feel like you're window shopping. It can feel like there's something is just out of reach. Uh, Maybe it's related to someone in your energy or in your world. Maybe it's something that you want to buy, you want to own. But this energy makes something bigger and exaggerates it. A bit like looking through a magnifying glass. And so with this square that will continue into September and will actually be exact when both planets are at 15 degrees, September 17th, 18th, and 19th, there's something that's going to be highlighted for you that will show you what you want, but there could be something here that isn't 
ready to happen yet. It isn't ready to connect yet. And it could be like you want to make a very big purchase. You want to go all in. This is all or nothing energy. Let's go for it. Let's jump in. And so what the heads up would be here, I was going to say warning, but let's just say heads up because both Jupiter and Venus are known as benefics, meaning they're known to be beneficial energy, supportive, loving, helpful, is that part of the heads up here is to hang tight and wait it out if you can, because if you were to make that big purchase right now, it could go on sale one week later. Or if you're ready to go all in and do something that your heart is connected to, you really want it, you can't wait, there could be something that shows up later in the month that actually would make it easier, more solid, more clear. So our energy tends to be even more Pollyanna with the very big Jupiter influence. It's almost like we're seeing things in a much bigger way instead of realistically for what they are. And again, I'm seeing the visual of like dumping out your wallet for something that you really want only to realize that if you had waited a little bit, you would have got a better deal or the price wouldn't have been so inflated. The price wouldn't have been so big. So this is about responsibility here and managing these energies. What's interesting is how Jupiter in Taurus is ruled by Venus. And so now Venus is direct and it's actually better to make slower decisions as she starts to move forward and she's going to gather more information and ultimately see the bigger picture because of the Jupiter influence. So again, this square is in effect until about the equinox, which is on September 23rd. So just be more conscious of what you're buying, what you're investing in, and know that if it's too good to be true, then it's possibly too good to be true. Now, when this Jupiter stations retrograde on September 4th at 15 degrees, it's making an exact trine to Mercury in Virgo. So this is a beneficial energy where that Jupiter is shining its possibilities and resources onto Mercury retrograde in Virgo, who's trying to figure something out, who's looking for information, who wants to know how something works. How do I improve this? How do I make this better? September 4th and 5th, that trine from Jupiter is going to show you an opening, a possibility, even something to sit with because of how both planets are in retrograde. So something shows up that gives you a solution, an option, new information, new possibilities. And maybe you're just like, okay, I can make this work. I see it. I see it now. I see what can connect. Let me have a think. Let me sit with this in order to contemplate it and process it more. So this is more internalized energy, very strong mental energy we have going into September where there can be a lot on our minds, even to the point of mental fatigue. But the trine from Jupiter is giving you an option and an opening of something that maybe you didn't see the full picture. And because that Mercury in Virgo is focused on the details and specifics, the terms and conditions, you know, it really has its nose close to the paper. Here comes Jupiter with a much bigger perspective and consciousness and is going to show Mercury in Virgo retrograde something he wouldn't have seen on his own. 
So again, stay open to maybe what you weren't aware of. And then it just clicks and it comes through. And this is one of those energies where the universe can be quite magical. And you get a solution because of a conversation you overheard or because of something in a movie or you hear a lyric in a song or something comes through in a conversation with a friend and you're like, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I need in this other area of my life. So I feel like this Jupiter stationing retrograde is going to open up some things that were meant to sit with and contemplate. And we could feel energized by it. We could even feel like, okay, yes, this is what I want. But because of the retrograde, go slow with it. And because these are in the earth signs, we're meant to be discerning, to slow down, to look at how it can come together. And it will in a practical, realistic sense, because that is the strength of the earth signs. And then one other aspect we have going on this week that is worth discussing is Mercury retrograde conjunct the sun in Virgo at 13 degrees. And this happens on September 6th. So this happens after Mercury receives that trine from Jupiter, where something is expanded, you see the bigger picture, then Mercury is conjunct the sun. And this is an energy of highlighting the message. What is the message? What is the information? What is coming through? Because the sun is this giant spotlight. And when a planet is conjuncted, such as Mercury, it invigorates that planet with new consciousness, new awareness. And this is also where you could see something in a new light. You could understand it differently. Now, Mercury conjunct the sun occurs during every Mercury retrograde. And Mercury, the messenger, is the fastest moving planet in our solar system. It's about information, communications, what we process, what we think about. And here in Virgo, there can be things we're trying to solve, puzzles, and things that we're trying to piece together. How is this going to work? What do I need to do for my next steps? This is very linear energy. It's process-oriented. It's ultimately solution-focused. And when Mercury is retrograde in Virgo, you're seeing what's not working. This isn't happening. This isn't unfolding as I need it to. This isn't leading to the solutions I want. Then Mercury goes behind the sun. And that's like going to the maintenance room or the operations center. That's going behind the scenes to look at, well, what is going on here that I haven't seen before? So Mercury moves behind the sun starting on September 6th, and we'll have a new vantage point. We'll also need more time to contemplate and to think things through. This is even a stronger review energy. And I feel like there's always a significant energy shift after Mercury retrograde is conjunct the sun. Now, it's also called Kazimi which means that the planet is in the heart of the sun. And typically, this is auspicious. This is positive, especially because Mercury is in a sign that he rules, which is Virgo. So it's almost like, okay, now I'm going to get some new information to evaluate and process, to think it through from that analytical perspective, and to notice what's missing. What's missing here? 
What's not in the picture? What do I need? What are the weaknesses that I didn't see before? So Mercury going behind the sun is going to bring up more things for you to see and understand, as well as perhaps identify some of those missing puzzle pieces. Now Mercury does stay in a trine with Jupiter. So it's interesting how Jupiter is working with both Venus in Leo and Mercury retrograde in Virgo. This means that Jupiter is going to make things better. It's making things easier. It's opening us up outside of what we would normally choose or think about. The Jupiter influence is very supportive. It can make things easier and more graceful, almost like you avoid some bigger potential problems. You have a clue into what to do, what not to do. Because I also feel that Jupiter energy wants to continuously direct us into the smoother path. You know, take a left here. Yeah, I know you always go right, but if your intuition is saying go left, then go left and maybe you're going to avoid some construction or some other things along that path that would have made the ride a little bit bumpy. Jupiter brings in the good luck. Jupiter brings in the advantages. And so this is where the more we're trusting what feels better, what feels correct, and we take action on that, we're going to have some easier energy supporting us. This could also make your Mercury retrograde experience a bit lighter and easier. And it could also feel like, wow, this wasn't so rough this time because I caught some things. I caught what was missing. I noticed the details that weren't there. I understood more of what I was going to say or what I needed to say. So this is also amplifying our communications and our personal expressions in a way that can help what that Mars and Libra might be stirring up, right? Getting back to what I was sharing at the beginning of the podcast, where Mars and Libra is going to create some possible discomfort or disagreements that need to be talked through. But with Jupiter working with both Venus and Mercury, it's going to be resolved. Things can be discussed and evened out and solutions can appear as well. Perhaps solutions that maybe you wouldn't have connected with if you had stayed in the anger or in a response that was lowering your energy. So this is a good week to basically keep on keeping on where there's things in front of us we need to take care of, right, as always. But there's energy here that wants to support us along the way to stay focused, get it done, move it forward, but also to trust when you need a break and to also Take your foot off the gas, off the accelerator for things that you can't just plow through. You can't just muscle through. There is a slowdown with some of these energies that require us to think it through more, to stay conscious of what we're communicating, what we're saying, and to also hold tight if there's some things that you really want, but you're sensing that it's not the right time or there's something that's keeping it away, you know, it's keeping it further away from you. That's the universe ultimately working in your favor for something that you might not see right now, something that is transpiring or unfolding, and you're being protected. And that's something else about Jupiter. Jupiter being a very spiritual energy as well, it brings in spiritual protection. So trust that. Trust that that is also what is showing up in the Jupiter bubble is that 
If it feels like something is out of reach and delayed and you're not sure what to do about it, that's because the universe is saying it's not quite time yet. It's okay to go window shopping. It's okay to look but not touch. It's okay to be aware of what you really desire. But there could be something here that's beautifully protecting you from something that you're not even aware of yet. Monday's podcast episode discussed more of what was going on in September. So please check out that episode if you want a heads up on some of the bigger themes in September. Also a programming note that I will not have a podcast for you on Monday, September 4th, but I will have one for you on Wednesday, September 6th. Those Wednesday podcasts will continue, but I will have some new videos for you being posted on YouTube over the weekend. I hope that the Pisces super full moon helps to relieve you of anything that is too much, that is too heavy. I hope it highlights more of your own intuitive messages and what you're receiving from your soul. I hope it also shows you where to go easy on yourself, be compassionate, let yourself off the hook if you're holding yourself to crazy high standards. But I also hope this is a week where you're really tuning in to more of what is working for you, what is supporting you, and how you can absolutely trust your intuition as we navigate these energies of the week ahead. Oh, before I sign off, many of you have asked about the Nodes of Fate course, and if it's only for those people who have Aries and Libra planets. And no, it's not. It's for anyone who wants to understand what the North Node and South Node are going to be highlighting for you during the next 18 months into early 2025. So this is where the North Node is going to be showing you new beginnings, new chapters, new ways of trusting your gut and trusting what you want, especially the higher octave of Aries. And that's something we discuss in the course is that the North Node is where we're learning, we're developing, we're growing. And how to grow through the higher expressions of Aries is really key right now. Because especially of how we're moving into more of these high vibrating energies, we don't need to go into competition. We don't need to be overly focused on proving ourselves or demonstrating that we're number one or we're the only one who's good at something. In fact, that is all connected to scarcity consciousness where there can only be one, right? You've got to be the best or you don't count. All of that is very outdated consciousness that we have evolved out of, but we have to practice that, right? We have to actively be in that space of embodying more self-love and self-acceptance that allows you to be who you are fully and completely without thinking there's a competition. So we discuss that in this course too. So it is available for everyone, anyone who wants to learn more about their astrology chart, especially these transiting energies. So check that out if that is calling to you. Otherwise, I will be back next Wednesday with a new podcast episode, wishing you a beautiful journey here into September. Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I appreciate your time, energy, and intention to be here. Take good care, and I will see you for our next episode soon.